Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is February 24th, 2020. I really want some pie right now. And this is Queer All Year. Hey, y'all, what's up? I just spent, like, way too long talking about Chicago in a Chicago accent and then somehow comparing it to Compton and it didn't work at all. Anyway, so um, I am here, as always, with my bro and sound producer, Mick G. Fool me once, shame shame on you. Fool me, can't get fooled again. I can't fool me again. No, you can't. I'm very gullible. What was the thing you told me about? Didn't you tell me, like... <laughs> Martin Luther King or something was the new mascot for KFC or something, and I believed it I think hardcore. It, I think it was Church's Chicken or oh, something like that. Something like that. It's, it might it's be in, a in the bonus bloopers. Episode, yeah. I think so. it might be out in the bloopers. Anyway, because so anyway, I'm just amazingly gullible, and yeah, even when it's something that's terrible or ridiculous. So anyway, today we have two stories again. Um, I had three stories, and then it didn't save one, so now we have two stories. Because <laughs> I don't remember how I found my third story. Uh, the first story is probably going to turn into eight stories just because uh, it just like, it just leapt off from bam, 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 bam. And it was just, oh, I gotta talk about that. I gotta talk about that. So, um, so I'm like a dog after a squirrel who hasn't taken its Adderall. And yes, it is the squirrel who has not taken its Adderall. Anyway, so our first story is about Jerry Falwell again. Woo! I love talking about Jerry Falwell. And he got pied in the face one day, and that's why I really want some pie. So he was um, talking to the Convention of the Bible Baptist Fellowship. Oh, and if you don't remember who Jerry Falwell is, I talked about him a couple of times. He thinks that um, Tinky Winky is gay and that the gays did 9-11, and therefore A equals B, B equals C. Um, Tinky Winky did 9-11. I think we had an episode titled that. Yeah, so this guy is the guy who thinks that Tinky Winky did 9-11, um, he was the um, leader and creator of the Moral Majority, which I've talked about a little. Um, and he was just a horrible, terrible person in general. And um, on this day in history, when he was doing this um, address at the convention, he was uh, hit by two fruit pies that two women threw at him, possibly in opposition to his um, anti-abortion beliefs um but they don't actually know what the motive was because these women were never caught but a lot of the people in the audience got you know generally typically outraged like often happens when um the right gets yelled at or you know either side extreme right and extreme left. Anytime someone says anything they don't like or does anything they don't like, they form a tiny little mob very quickly and then chase the people down and beat them or whatever. But this mob wasn't able to get the women because a um, a guy jumped in front of them and they he didn't even like support what they were doing or anything. He didn't know why they did it. He just was like, oh, this mob's gonna kill them. And he jumped in front of them and the mob just like ripped him apart. And, um, then the women got away and I don't know if it's just cause like they were just like zombies and they all fell on the first person they could get or whatever, but the guy is, the guy ended up okay, but he couldn't identify the women cause he didn't know them actually. And so they weren't ever caught. Um, there's, um, t- differing accounts as to how the pies affected Mr. Falwell. 
Um, a police officer said that the pies hit him in the face and on his chest, but one of his aides said that the pies just grazed his sleeve, you know, and so that to me sounds more like a PR move. So I'm going to say he probably got pied in the face, which is wonderful. Um, according to one account, the pastor then like just, you know, licked part of the pie off and made some joke and continued his address. If that one's true, I cannot find the joke. Um, if you know the joke, I'd like to know the joke because it's probably not a joke. It's probably not funny at all because it's Jerry Falwell. And that also sounds like a PR thing. But he did continue the address. That part is known for sure. The pies didn't stop him. And uh, speaking of pies, Anita Bryant was also hit with a pie. So my two favorite people to talk about and make fun of were both hit with pies. And I can't wait to get to that episode. Um, so... Pies were basically the old-timey version of glitter bombs. I guess we probably got glitter bombs from the idea of pies in the face. Um, but a pie in the face is a much um, much less assault and battery than glitter. Um, I don't support glitter bombs. I find them hilarious. I do not support them. I don't like the YouTube video of the guy you know, glitter bombing people who steal his package because he could literally be killing people. So, um, I support glitter bombs in, um, that they're hilarious and glitter is awesome. I do not support them in reality because glitter is terrible and everyone's like, oh, glitter gets in your, gets in everything. You can't get it off ever. And it's like, yeah, it gets in your eyes and your lungs and it kills you. So let's not glitter bomb people. Um, but I also, um, don't want to condemn it that hard. I do, but at the same time, Vermin Supreme glitter bombed somebody. He glitter bombed, um, who did he glitter bomb? I don't even remember, but oh my gosh, it was so good. And I freaking love Vermin Supreme. He came here when I was working at a quality house and he was living across the street for a little while. Uh, he was trying to run for secretary of state here in Kansas, um, he was trying to get on the ballot and they wouldn't let him. And the, that got, that he did this specifically to get, you know, attention brought to Kansas. And he was hanging out in Topeka with his boot on his head and his pony. You know, he's got his um, pony-based economy. And his whole stance is that he'll pass a federal law requiring people to brush their teeth. And he promised a free pony in every home. And I'm like... Vermin Supreme. And then I'm like, I got to go hang out at a bar with him. And it was, oh my gosh. So Vermin Supreme is awesome. And then that uh, little clip on Wikipedia led me to a list of everyone who's ever been glitter bombed. And I'm like, I can't read this list of everyone, but it's awesome. That led me to the fact that apparently there used to be, or there still is, a website called shipyourenemiesglitter.com. Um, it still exists. I don't know if they're still sending glitter, but apparently, um, when it first went live, um, within the first, like, hour, they had to start begging people to stop trying to send their enemies glitter because there had been too many purchases and they didn't have enough glitter. And, uh, I don't think that glitter exploded or anything like that. It was just, you just, it was just a box of glitter and then it got everywhere and it made them miserable, I guess. You're, there are a lot of things out there, like ship your enemies poop. 
I don't think that one is real. I think that one was made up by the people who do Cards Against Humanity or something. But it people thought it existed. Um, there was a campaign to ship, like, something to Trump. I'm not sure what. Uh, there's... What can you ship to people? You can ship terrible things. You can ship coal. You right. can ship your pants. Yeah. You can ship your friends, but you can't ship your nose. Um, but you can't ship your friend's nose, that's what. Anyway, <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> um, what we're doing with our lives is we're ad- well, we're advocating for a free pony in every home and brushing teeth. And uh, if you don't like Vermin Supreme for whatever reason, politics, uh, existence, you know, you can just go do something that I'm not going to say on a fr- family-friendly podcast. Just, you know what I'm, go to sendyourenemiesadick.com um, and send it to yourself. So, um, ha- having been said, um, I'm gonna let McGee tell you to do something else in his little segment. Hey, friends. Welcome to the third installment of Great Guitarists with Great Guitars. We've already heard about some pretty guitars like Lucille and Blackie, but today I'm going to talk about Eddie Van Halen's freak of nature known as Frankenstrat. This was an experiment of Eddie's to try to get the thick sound of a Gibson while having the playability of a Fender. The body is that of a Stratocaster, but that's about the only thing it has in common with a stock Strat. Eddie used a chisel on the electronic pickup mounts as he gouged out enough space for his bridge pickup to be a Gibson humbucker, which is wider in space. He also pioneered the concept of dipping the pickups in candle wax, in order to dampen electronic feedback. This became known as his brown sound that he somehow managed to beat out of Frankenstrat. And when I say beat, I mean it. This guitar is in bad shape. It's falling apart and only Eddie knows how to play it. Other people that have played the Strat, they uh, agree they have no idea how he does it. Um, I don't know, maybe that's an anti-theft precaution. No one can play his guitar, so no one's going to steal it. Uh, The finish is super cool. Stripes of black, white, and red made using tape and multiple coats. I painted a guitar like that once. Uh, It was was cool. I'm McG, and this is a little segment. Alright, thank you McG for not telling us to ship things to other people. Um, speaking of shipping, in, uh, the kids' way of saying it, in, like, I ship Bush with Cheney, let's talk about Bush and Cheney, huh? <laughs> uh, George Bush may or may not care about black people, but he definitely, at, um, his, the time when he was president, did not care about gay people, uh, gay is the word he used, it's queer people in general but of course you know gay is the only thing that existed and gay was the only word ever so anyway on this date in history um george bush officially came out and endorsed a um a an amendment to the constitution that was called the federal marriage amendment that would define marriage for the entire united states constitutionally as one man and one woman 
So um, you wouldn't, you also wouldn't be able to, as a state, um, extend same-sex marriage rights to couples um, or unmarried heterosexual couples. So, like, marriage rights, the rights of a, of a married man and woman in, in that, in a couple like that, would not be able to be given in any way to unmarried people and or same-sex couples. So, I mean, the, the fact that they have to actually state that you're not allowed to get married and you're not, and if you're not married, you're not allowed to have rights. So they can't say for some reason that uh, unmarried couples cross the board just that word or that phrase. They had to actually say unmarried heterosexual couples and same-sex couples. So, you know, that just wording, if you pay attention to wording, it can make you very angry. Um, so George Bush came out and um, in his State of the Union address... Uh, in 2004, he kind of had, like, been alluding to this um, court decision in uh, Massachusetts saying that the state had to start recognizing same-sex marriages. Um, he kind of, like, you know, backdoor, you know, condemned it by saying, like, the judges are, let's see, if judges insist on forcing their arbitrary will upon the people, the only alternative left to the people would be the constitutional process. And so he didn't exactly officially say the federal marriage amendment to the Constitution, um, but he did decide it was activist judges acting arbitrarily, which is not, I mean, no, because arbitrarily would be like, uh, if you are gay, you can get married but if you're bisexual, you have to prove that you're sexually attracted to that person. Like, that would be arbitrary, you know? But, uh, you know, Bush doesn't know how to, you know, what shame on you and shame on me that phrase is. So he probably doesn't understand arbitrary either. It's a big word for him. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so he um, he hadn't really said anything straightforward until February 24th, um, 2004, when the Massachusetts court again said, shut up, Bush, um, they have to be able to get married and civil unions aren't sufficient. Like, we can have civil unions if that's what someone wants, but we also have to have marriage equality, not just marriage and civil unions. And then Bush was like, you know what, Massachusetts, screw you. I support this constitutional amendment. And then, um, Dick Cheney clearly was, like, behind him going, because he didn't really um, endorse or condemn, I guess would be the other word. He wasn't really publicly in favor or not in favor of it. Um, he actually was on the side that um, it, was an, it was a state's issue, which is what Republicans are supposed to be about. But, um, so the fact that he was like, you know, it's a state by state thing, big government shouldn't get to decide, you know, he just, he didn't kind of like publicly say he was for or against, but then, um, in 2009, Cheney actually said, 
he was in favor of marriage equality on a state-by-state basis. If a state wanted to pass it, then, you know, that state got to do it. And I'm like, what? The, what? Cheney? Well, hang on. Okay, so Tinky Winky did 9-11. So did Cheney. And also, Cheney is, like, doing kind of almost what Republicans are supposed to do. Like, I'm very confused by Cheney and uh, and Pies and Jerry Falwell, and this is a very confusing episode in terms of who I'm supporting, who I'm not supporting, whether I like glitter or not, um, wearing boots on your head, that kind of thing. It's been a weird episode, hasn't it? Um, I shouldn't, shouldn't have said that Dick Cheney did 9-11. I don't know who... Tinky Winky did 9-11. We know that. Uh, Dick Cheney just supported same-sex marriage in a weird context and then was played by Batman in the movie. So, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we are Queer All Year Pod. If you'd like to like us on Facebook, uh, we our page is Queer All Year. Um, Queer All Year? Queer All Year Pod? Queer All Year. Uh, if you'd like to join our Facebook group and be like, what the hell was that episode, cat? You can join us at Queer All Year Fam, where we are um, a fam, kind of. Um, so, I guess... You know, fam gets to say things like, hey, you like, slow your roll. Why are you talking about glitter and Dick Cheney in an episode that has nothing to do with either one of them? Um, you can also say that to us in a review on whatever pod catcher of your choice. Um, it really helps um, boost us up if you give us a rating and review. Um the review part with the rating is um, a big part of that and um, it helps us be seen by more people. It helps more people go, why is she supporting Vermin Supreme and hanging out with him in bars and stuff? And um, then more people talk about us and more people hear about us. You know, any press is good press. Yay! Um, So I think that's all. I think we, yep, I think that's all we usually talk about. Um, and also how awesome you guys are. Tally for me. Um, and you are a big part of our history. You're a big part of general history. You are a big part of, um, making sure that I get history correct and don't ramble too much. So shut me down if I have to be. And, um, even if you do that, we still love you. 